Quickly, the Senate might find a statement made that was either racist, homophobic, or that he generalized about Latinos, of which I am of Latin descent. Right. It's all the media fomenting it all. So when I talk about the conscience that won't vote for Trump, I'm speaking of the individual operating on limited information. It says, you know, I just can't stand what he said about women. Hmm. Well, back in the day, Ronald Reagan used to party with Errol Flynn. That's right. And it was very wild parties. But the man was transformed. Yes. And I believe that Donald Trump has been transformed. Now, I tell you, there, there's an author who wrote a book on Chuck Colson that's really powerful. This was the Watergate villain who worked for Richard Nixon. Mm. And when he met Christ, he did not even know how to publicly express his faith for almost two years. That's right. That's how long it took him. Yes. Now, we have an infant Christian, I believe. Well, here's the part that I want to talk about. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So, Mom, if you don't want me to vote my conscience, because it's an inaccurate source of guidance, what do you want me to do? The Bible says that he's given you a sound mind. That's right. That's why I say vote sanity. Mm. Vote sanity. And here it is. On the one hand, we have a man who cussed, a man who said inexcusable things about women 11 years ago. On the other hand, we have a John Podesta, chairman of the Democratic Convention of Re-elect Hillary Clinton, mm. who attended satanic rituals. Yes. yes. Okay. We have her husband going to an island where we know for a fact from looking at flight manifest with his name on it that he visited as possibly as much as 26 times an island that featured under any sex. Mm. So that's that's not a basket of deplorables. That's a chamber of horrors. Mm. Mm. But let's go even one step beyond that. The fact is that we have two things we cannot escape. We have one, uh, a man who's a businessman, but we have a woman that I believe is guided by heinous ambition to remove everything we hold dear in the church and in America. This ambition is eating her up inside. Hmm. This ambition is probably allowed people to die who got in the way. Now, now let's just finish it with two points. Number one, she's going to permanently alter and, in my opinion, destroy the Supreme Court. Yes. Number two, she believes in late-term abortion. Now, we're not talking two weeks, six weeks, a few weeks. We're talking when even the head of a child could crown in the womb. That's right. And that is everything. That trumps everything. Pardon my pun. No, exactly. How you should vote? You should vote sanity because God does not do crazy. That is and the Bible is clear on that, and that's why I stand where I stand, and I'm, gra- I'm so gratified that tens and hundreds of thousands of people have come to my blog, and 
not just commenting on the fact that I'm taking a stand for Trump. The thing they're saying the most is this, we're glad that you have shown us from the word of God uh, how we were taught wrong about judging, yes. how we were taught wrong about submitting to bad government, yes. how we were taught that the Christians should remain quiet and not get involved in the arena politics. Imagine if the church had flexed its righteous muscle 12 years ago, <laughs> even eight years ago. There was, and that was one of the most poignant things that Donald Trump ever said to the evangelical leaders when he met with them in New York. That's right. He said, I don't understand. There's 15 million of you. <laughs> you had the power all along, if you unified, to elect the right people to lead the United States. And he said you didn't do it. That is an amazing statement. Yes. Anyway, I went on too long and I apologize. No, you, you're right on and you're hitting everything that I would say back. I'm, I'm so in agreement and I'm so thankful. Uh, you know, I have been probably hearing some of the same feedback or similar feedback that you have. I'm sure you hear it on a grander scale. But, uh, you know, people, like just today, for instance, you know, I'm trying to get the word out about everything that just came out. You mentioned some of it with the WikiLeaks. And, you know, I've been talking about this. Pastor Rick has been talking about this. Many people out here have been talking about this for a while. Uh, but, you know, it sounded so preposterous or so conspiratorial that many Christians didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to go there. Well, now it's been outed. Uh, we know that this is true. This is reality. That these elite people are participating in occult rituals. We have seen the emails. Uh, Hillary's right hand, Uma Eberdeen, is uh, part, you know, her family is part of the Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, John Podesta is, you know, being a part of these spirit gatherings, these spirit dinners. Uh, you know, uh, Senator Byrd was an exalted cyclops of the KKK, a mentor of hers. Um, you know, Saul Linsky uh, dedicated his book, Rules for Radicals, to Lucifer. What is, I, the bigger thing to me, Pastor, maybe you can answer this for me, is the disconnect of why Christians, is it a lack of discernment and is it a lack of, uh, of being filled with the Holy Spirit? How is the, the blindness where they could still partner or vote for someone like this? I just, it doesn't, I don't get it. Now, are you sure you want to know? <laughs> I do. Because I, I'm going to lay it out. Okay. It's called modern preaching. Mm, mm. It's in the pulpit. Yes, yes. We exalted celebrity pastors in the United States. We heaped on them a lifestyle, a private jet, yes. an 18-room mansion in, a, in an insidious covenant if they would keep the demands of God off of our life. Wow. Yeah. Now, we rewarded compromise. We celebrated content that was devoid of the active ingredients of Christianity. Mm. The blood was out. Hell was out. Repentance was out. Inerrancy of scripture was out. We went on talk shows and told the talk shows we believe that the Bible says that certain things are sins, but we're not going to preach against them, lest we offend. Mm. And the entire idea that we weren't to offend made church as silly and safe zone as any liberal college that 
talks about cultural appropriation or, or any of the new co politically correct things you cannot say or do. Right. And so Christians got no discernment, got no values. They had their radar summarily shut off. And, and the, the inevitable result is it, it wasn't that we had a nation of deplorables, but of gullibles. Mm. They literally didn't know the truth when they heard it. And they were happily able to mentally justify opposing ideas. Yeah. I just read where an evangelical leader, a lady, she said, the most of the world regards Hillary Clinton, Lord forgive me, I can't get it out. <laughs> most of the world regards Hillary Clinton, she touted, as a great Christian woman who is defending the rights of women and children. <laughs> now that is a brain failure. That is a self-canceling statement. But it is modern preaching yes. that allowed it. Yes. One very famous television pastor says, the best years of the church were the 234 years before the Bible was completed. Hmm. I don't even know the end game of a statement like that. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what he's, yeah, what is he? where, where he's going with that. Right. But it's a part of what the Word of God says that they would seek to themselves teachers having itching ears who would say whatever they wanted here. That's right, and the Bible talks about it. And so, you know, I think this election, and the Lord gave me a word the other day, he said people are going to call false prophets real and real prophets false. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing right now. And uh, at the same time, you know, I think the Lord is using this election because to me, Pastor, it's bigger than the election. This is an expose of a false, uh, I hate to say it, but a false church. And there is a real church that's coming out of that church, that's coming out of Babylon, the remnant body of Christ that wants to, uh, you know, preach the entirety of the gospel, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to, you know, be empowered uh, through the blood of the Lamb, and to teach repentance and the things you're talking about. And so is this a, an hour where we're going to see almost like a splitting, uh, you know, like the sheep from the goats? Or is that what's happening here? Well, it is. It's exactly what's happening. And, and now is a good time to encourage those in the remnant. Yes. To tell them the promises of God are for you to enjoy special grace in the last hour. That's right. Uh, as I said, my concern is for my country. Yes. My concern is not for Christianity, yes. because as I've said repeatedly, uh, Christianity will survive without America, but America will not survive without Christianity. Yes. It is our Christian faith that is the social, sanity, and collective consciousness that will preserve American values. It is based on Christ. So I believe that remnant that you spoke of that's being separated from the goats mm. is going to have special power and ability. God said, I'll give you mouth and wisdom that no man can gain, say, no resist. Yes. Daniel said, the people who know their God will be strong and carry out great exploits. The Bible teaches us that the world will not end until the gospel gets to the whole world. But I, I believe that Jesus said something in Matthew 24, 12, 
When he said this gospel of the kingdom, he could have just said this gospel. And he didn't even have to differentiate it, but he's implying very strongly mm. that there would be a lot of counterfeits. That's right. And it's no wonder the devil's been practicing lying about the gospel for 2,000 years. That's right. That's but right. the fact remains that it will be a signs and wonders gospel. Yes. We'll have miracles. Yes. We'll have power. Why? Because if you read Acts 4.29, Peter was in the same exact position as the American church. Mm. They had put a gag order. It's illegal. It's banned. Not only politically incorrect, it is going to be stopped. So Peter prays a very special prayer. He says, Lord, behold their threat and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word while you stretch out your hand to heal and let signs and wonders be done in the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Yes. So I'm convinced that that's the prayer of this hour. Right. And the remnant are going to receive special power. Yes. And even though it's going to be dark, even the smallest light is going to shine bright in the darkness. That and something wonderful is going to happen. Amen. I agree. I agree with that and I receive that, Pastor. And, you know, I, I feel like uh, with this expose that's been taking place and we're seeing it, you know, in the government, I think there's going to be expose in the church. I think that some of these churches that have been funded by the government, uh, you know, we see the, the massive facilities and you sometimes wonder where they get their money. I think, you know, some of these some of these entities, and I'm not saying all of them because there's some powerful mega churches out there. So, you know, I want people to understand I'm not trying to come against mega churches or large bodies, but I'm just saying some of them. What I believe in my spirit is that some of them are funded by very dark entities that have used control over what they say, uh, the narrative that they preach, and to your point earlier, it has created a, a you know, I guess it's like a deformed Christian or a, you know, a not equipped Christian, I guess would be the word, uh, you know, that really doesn't have the fullness of what God wants and has for them. And so, you know, if they're in earshot of, of this word today, uh, I would just say, you know, go deeper and ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and discernment in this hour because there are passages. And I know that you speak all over, Pastor, uh, and, you know, you can probably elaborate even more. There are real pastors out there that are preaching the word. You know, what do you see as you go uh, to different churches? What are you hearing? You know, I, I feel like when, when you're talking about there's this compressed season of things being exposed. Yes. Some of the churches you're talking about, it's true. Yes. It isn't the size of the church that we're condemning. Right. It is the counterfeit that we're condemning. That's right. it, it, it's nothing to the devil. That's right. It's chump change to the devil to create a massive Christianity Incorporated <laughs> if that's all he has to do to derail, sideline, and distract a generation from truth. That's nothing for him. That's right. He'll invest that money. Yep. I essentially believe that's what he was offering Christ when he tempted him in the wilderness. Yes. I'll give you the whole world if you worship me. Yes. That offer stands for every preacher who's willing to compromise even a little bit. You know, just I'll reward you with something. And, and they think 
that overnight you wake up a, a totally compromised pastor. No, sir. It's a drip, drip, drip. Here a little, there a little. Every once in a while, some wealthy board member will ask you to avoid a certain subject yes. and intimate that his tithe is going to be subject to him uh, keeping that condition. Well, it starts right there. That's right. We think the devil's just going to ride up in his Harley, knock on the door of the church and say, hey, I just want to pervert this whole place. It is incredibly important that all preachers get back in the prayer closet mm. and, and, and not only and, and repent and say, God, you know, I've been preaching out of my own wits. Yes. My study is a garbage bin of church growth syllabuses, but there's very little word of God in me. Mm. I have been frightened to preach the truth because I'm, I'm going to lose people. Mm. And indeed you will. That's right. Every single great revival church that I'm aware of across America, as you asked me, had their one moment of truth where God showed them we are built on the wrong foundation, we're not what we're supposed to be, and we need to, we need to adjust it. And what happens? Their attendance drops precipitously. They lose a lot of people. Yes. And all of a sudden, when the growth loss is done, and at bottom is the supernatural surge. Yes. And now the bricks are relayed with the right mortar. The motivation of the people is pure. Yes. Suddenly there's the gift of divine momentum. Yes. Where you don't have a harried, worried, frantic pastor attempting to hold a movement together. That's right. But the Spirit of God and the miracles of God and the presence of God yes. and the worship from God, yes. it just begins to elevate people and they say, we've got to have more of this. Yes. I, I, I believe we have tragically forgotten our edge. Mm. There's no drug out there like the joy of the Lord. That's right. There's no message out there that can match the sayings of Christ. There is no power out there that can possibly hold a candle to the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And we've forgotten that. And that's why we're in the tragic condition we're in right now. But God is merciful. Yes. You know, I, I had one, one lady say to me, I believe God is sovereign. We're going to end up with the president we want. And if God wanted revival, he did it. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, why does the verse begin with, if my people? That's right. That's right. And there it stands the fact that this broadcast right here could be a catalyst to revival. Mm. Just this right here. If one heart is set aflame to get right with God and do their civic duty and obey the word of God, there's no telling what could come of even one broadcast like this. I love to say things like that because it puts Satan in so much pain. Yes. Yes. Oh, Pastor, I, I don't want to take too much of your time, but, the, you know, I'm feeling the presence of God even as you're speaking, and it's, it's bringing me to tears because it's just, I'm so passionate about the things you're saying, and it's so important and crucial. And uh, I want to give you the floor just one more time before we let you go. Uh, but, you know, if you could give a word to somebody out there that's seeking truth, and, you know, this election and beyond, the next couple of days, what would you advise them, uh, you know, to do, Pastor? Right now, I really believe that 
Hollywood Live Radio. We will be back with more of the show in just a few minutes. Thank you. 